Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop. For the next 40 days, as we prepare for Resurrection Sunday through this Easter season of Lent, we'll post a devotional podcast every Monday through Friday. We've been doing that for about a week now, and it's been great. Thank you so much to all of you who have jumped in and who are involved and who have helped share this. I'm so grateful for you doing that, um, and I hope you'll keep doing that. Because what we're what we're doing is in each episode, you're going to hear from a variety of people, and we'll hear from some new folks beginning next week. And what will happen is we'll read a verse of Scripture in each episode, uh, we'll, we'll comment on that passage of Scripture. We'll make some observations about what that verse means to us. And we really do hope that you're tuning in every day uh, because we hope you'll make time to draw close to God as you read and pray through Scripture for yourself. We've been in the middle of a season we've called Platform 936, and so we've challenged our church to memorize Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. So before we jump into the passage we're going to talk about today, I really want to just read this, uh, this, these verses that we're trying to memorize. I want to read them so that we can get used to hearing them and just become familiar with them. So I'm going to read those first, and then we'll jump into the next passage. Matthew 9, 35 through 38 say this, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. That's Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38. Today, I want to focus on a totally different passage of Scripture, and it's quite a few verses, actually, but we're not going to peel each verse apart. It's the story that I want us to catch. It's Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. And the reason why I love this story is because it's once again the Apostle Paul just telling the story of how his life was transformed by the gospel. And so as I read this story, uh, we're going to be hearing Paul's story. As I read this story, I want you to be thinking about how has your life been transformed by the gospel? What's the story of your faith? So think about that as we hear the story of Paul's faith. But I make known to you, this is Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and remained with him 15 days, but I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I wrote to you, indeed, before God, I do not lie. Afterward, I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was unknown by faith to the churches of Judea, excuse me, and I was unknown by faith to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. These are my two favorite verses in this passage, verse 23 and 24. But they were hearing only. He who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God in me. 
Isn't that an incredible story? Paul's story is just one of those stories. He, he, was the, he was Saul. He was passionate about his Judaism, so passionate that he felt like Christianity was a threat to Judaism, so he got permission from all the right legal sources to be able to go out and harass Christians. He would track them down. Some of them he would torture for information. He was at least there when Stephen was stoned to death. He was the one holding the coats of the men, throwing the stones. So here's this man who was so passionate about his false faith, or maybe not false, misguided, his misguided faith. He was so passionate about it that he was willing to hurt people in order to defend it. And now he has this experience with God that transforms his heart. And that experience is nothing more or less than that moment on the Damascus Road where he met Jesus. Now, he had built this reputation for being someone who was persecuting Christians, and that's why I like verse 23 and 24 so much. But they were hearing only, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God in me. See, that's the power of your story. I'm not talking about the formal presentation of, I once was this, and now I'm that, and here's what happened in the middle. I'm talking about simply telling people who you are, what you believe, what is the nature of your faith, and how has that influenced and affected your life. I know a lot of people who think they can't talk about Jesus in their workplace or at their school or while they're, you know, participating in hobbies or family activities, you know, politics and religion, those are the things that are off limits, right? But I think it's because we make it too complicated. The story of our faith is not a sales pitch. The story of our faith is not us asking someone else to buy into something. The story of our faith is just that. It's our story. And so I wonder how you can speak up for yourself to just tell people, this is who I am. This is what I believe. This is why I believe it. And because of these beliefs, out of these beliefs, I'm prompted to act a certain way. And beyond the behavioral changes, the behavioral improvements or the morality that's involved with Christianity, beyond all of that, there's this much larger grand story of God and how I was broken and lost in my sin. And his son, Jesus, died on the cross and rose from the dead so that I can be forgiven. And that's the peace that's changed my life forever. There's one verse in this story of Paul that I think is interesting. I guess it's two verses, 15 and 16. He says, But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace and revealed his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. He says, when he did that, God's, God's given me this purpose. I see three ideas in there. The first one, when he separated me from my mother's womb, well, Paul was set apart. He was set apart for a specific purpose. And then the second idea, and he called me through his grace. Well, first he was set apart. And then he became a part. He became a part of the family of God. And then that last part, to reveal his son in me, verse 16, um, well, 15 and 16, but when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him to the Gentiles, well, then he, then he decided he would accept a part. He would accept the role that God has for him, the purpose that God has for him. First he was set apart, then he became a part. And now he's, now he's going to accept his part in, in telling people simply the story of what God's done in his life. And so I wonder about me and you. I wonder if you've been set apart 
Maybe you're listening and you're not yet a believer. Well, you could place your faith in Christ today and you could become a part of the family of God. And if you are a part of of, of the family of God, I can assure you of this, that God has a purpose for you that's unique to you that no one else can fill. I wonder if you will accept your part in the kingdom of God. And I wonder how you'll share your story with someone today. That's Galatians chapter 1, verses 11 through 24. You see what happens when you share your story? It gives people an opportunity, just like verse 24 says, to glorify God in you. Let's take a moment to pray about that. Father, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that that you've given me life and breath and that you've called me into your family. I'm thankful that you've given me an incredible purpose. And while from day to day, I don't always see the details of how I need to fulfill your purpose, I know that, that, that because of your grace, you really have saved me and you've given me this story that's worth sharing. So thank you. Thank you for, for taking the life of a nine-year-old boy and doing something miraculous with it. Thank you for transforming that nine-year-old boy, boy's life in such a way that, that still today, I experience your grace, your mercy, and your loving kindness. And so I pray that for everybody who's listening, who's praying with me right now, that you would help us to share our story well, that we would be good stewards of the story you've given to us, that we would easily and quickly be able to talk to people about our faith and tell them why we believe the way we believe, why we act the way we act. And I pray that the end result of that story would be that people would glorify God in us. Thanks, Father. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, once again, I'm glad you've joined us today. Um, I hope that you'll hit subscribe so that you can catch future episodes. In the weeks to come, you're going to be hearing from some people besides besides me. We'll have some, some guests on, and that'll be exciting. You can help us connect with more people by rating and reviewing this podcast or this episode or by pressing like and leaving a comment. You can also catch more devotional thoughts every day through our partner podcast, Follower of One. That's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on The Platform. We are grateful you joined us today on The Platform. If you're in the Owasso or Tulsa area, we would love to meet you face-to-face. Services take place every weekend at First Baptist Church Owasso and on the Calvary Campus in Tulsa. You can also catch us on most social media sites and online at fbcowasso.org. We're praying that God will do something in you and through you that can't possibly be explained because of you. We look forward to how God will use you on your platform. Thank you.